Oh yeah, chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreams. Wait, what? Oh, they're, they're going to talk to each other right now? Oh, because they were both... The groups are separated and they went on separate missions, so now they need to talk. Okay, well... Uh, then let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. David, Claudia, Eddie, and Hayes. You rip into the parking lot of the Florida Capitol to the sight of a panicking Gadi and JT. They seem shaken by whatever events have just occurred as as Cletus and Steve run outside and you step out of the car uh. to greet them. <laughs> You're the oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness, my gracious, thank heavens you're okay. We were there at the club and we were doing our thing. I did wonderfully, by the way. I made a very large cash tip and it was a very exciting okay, time. Okay, but then what when the we hell got you... there, Marco Rubio wasn't there. And then Antonio told us that he wasn't going to be there because there was something big going on in the Capitol. And then we got here as soon as we could, but thank goodness you're okay. And he just runs over to Cletus, grabs his face and gives him a full on kiss. Oh my. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Okay. David is shooting a shot, and I really, like, I respect it, you know? Claudia doesn't do that, though. She just, she'll maybe, like, go, like, pat JT on the back or something, but that's it. There's nothing. <laughs> no. Guys, great to see you. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> Meet us back at base. Are you sure you do want you don't want to uh, open up now? You don't. We want gotta to go, practice? go. Okay, go. okay. I'm sorry. Sensei, if you want to ride with Uncle David, I could drive the car back. Go, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> David gets back in Carrie's car. He sat in the back this time, kind of shell shocked a bit, and just like what what came over him. He's very deep in thought in the back seat. Cletus is like hanging on the side of the RV with a thousand yard stare, but the little dream bubble pops up of him riding on uh, Claudia's motorcycle with David hanging on to him. (laughs) (laughs) We cut back to Eddie's bunker and you all get out of your respective vehicles, walk inside and take a breath feeling that you might be a little safer in here. Okay, uh, we're gonna bring the thing inside. Yes. What is, what is, what is the thing? That's I... not how I expected that to go. <laughs> Do you guys want to not be so cryptic? Do you want to maybe, you know? Okay, and I and I put the uh, the computer. It's the desktop, but without the monitor. I put that on the on the table and for Eddie to get a good look. 
You know what that is? Oh my goodness. Is that Rubio Tower? <laughs> you ain't wrong. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Well, hook it up, man. And, and, and Eddie starts uh, plugging it in and he goes, shit, good work, Cletus. Uh, did you guys get anything good while you were in there? Well, th this we tried the password and we got locked out, but I figured we'll figure it out. that out. We're a couple of smart cookies. <laughs> we found a photograph pointing. Well, not a photograph. It was more like a, a letter pointing to a very important meeting that's going to be happening very soon. I thought it was a calendar. Was it a calendar? Yeah, it was a calendar. I don't know. I was in a wardrobe. You you were not. Oh wait, I I cannot hear you. But it it sounds like you were saying something about a photograph. And also, I was there. I, I was there, so I'm telling you, there was a calendar. <laughs> All right, there was a calendar. He's also definitely a lizard man. Confirmed. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, we knew that though. We, I mean, I knew that. It was but. like speculation, but like he's a lizard man. <laughs> okay, so you did not actually run into him, though. Oh, uh, we did. <laughs> oh, more like he ran into us. They uh, played it off. They pretend to be news crew. Steve and I hid in the closet, so uh, we were not detected. I guess that wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> okay. Well, I hid in the closet, and he pretended to be a stuffed gator. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was some excellent stealth work there, boys. Very proud of you. What about you guys? Did, did you find anything? I don't... Why was Marco there? He was supposed to be at the club. Yes, but then we, when we talked to, uh, what is his name? Antonio. Antonio, we talked to Antonio, and he said that apparently that Marco had come early and that he, was not going to, he wasn't there that day because he had an important meeting uh, with our, our very good friend, Rick Scott. That's why he was angry, too. He was looking for Rick. Wait, so, so Rick Scott was supposed to be there, too? Uh, yeah, yes. yes. Is he a lizard person, too? Well, he yes, he was. yes, oh, he is. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, I I think I understand. <laughs> so we got two important meetings. The lizard people have set up. Well, they set up a meeting tomorrow, I believe, at the the Doak Stadium. That's right. Oh, nothing good happens at Doak. At least not for <sighs> the past few seasons. My goodness, can't they learn to pass a ball down the field? My goodness, my gracious. And then I believe in a week something's in St. Augustine. I I forget what it was. I think it said something about society reunion. A society reunion. And, and tomorrow's meeting said something about expansion. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I remember Antonio was telling us something about a 5G tower. God damn it. Where? You know, where is a very good question, Cletus. But it seems you guys had a where and I had a what. If we put them together, maybe there's some sort of 5G tower going up in um, uh, the Doak or perhaps um, the, the St. Augustine. God damn it, not 5G. Everybody get a tinfoil hat. Eddie starts putting on the tinfoil hat as he swivels a monitor to face you, and he says, All right, we need a password. It says, My middle man is the hint. Yeah, we couldn't figure that one out. For Marco Rubio. I've uh, I've managed to dis disable uh, the disabling mechanism, but I can't actually hack through this as security. Shit. Do we have any ideas what the middle man can possibly be? Maybe his middle name? Well, what's his middle name? I believe it's Antonio. Really? I could I could totally be wrong, but uh, I mean, I, I, if you're putting a young, beautiful man in the <gasps> middle, it's it gonna Antonio. be Antonio. Oh my god! I'm so sorry to cut you off, David, but but yes, and that would make sense because that's his middle man. 
at the club, and it's his wait, middle name. Wait. Oh. Wait. How many? How how many uh, letters did you say that password was? I don't know. It don't say. It don't say. Put it in. Put it in. Try Antonio. All right. You see, Eddie types in Antonio, presses the enter key, and the desktop opens up into a messaging <laughs> terminal. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh no. My gracious! Oh no! Oh my god! I, I read the message. Eyeball is glued to the screen. Pressed against the screen. What is the messaging saying? Okay, so it's a very like primitive system. It's very like yeah. Fallout 4 like terminal. Yes, yeah, I figure. <laughs> is it like an AOL dial-up messenger system? Because I grew up, I didn't grow up with it, but I mean, I was around when it happened. Some of you younger people might not know about yeah, this. Yeah, David, you're right at home in this. <laughs> you get the feeling that this gets scrubbed clean pretty often. So there's actually not much as kind of Eddie digs around. There are a number of messages, both ingoing and outgoing. There are three that you can access. It's really all you have on the system. There's one titled, where is Scott? With a bunch of question marks and exclamation marks. There's another one called expansion is a go with an exclamation mark. And then in parentheses, can this end it? Question mark. And then there's a third message that says there may be more than one. Well, it don't help much, but good fucking work, people. You can click on them to open them. Try the first one. All right, let's yeah, we can read it all. At your behest, Eddie clicks on it, and it says, Where is Scott? Uh, from Sydney to Marco. Uh, Scott hasn't been reporting back. Last signal we got was near Ocala. Find him or find out what happens. And who would Sydney be? No clue. Is it Sydney Poitier? One of my favorite actors of all time. My goodness, my gracious. I hope he's not a lizard person. Or an anagram for Cindy. Let's keep going through the emails. All right. Expansion is a go. Can this end it? From Marco to Rick. Uh, the tower's been approved. Might have to come Shit. back down and speak with the juniors to make sure we're on track for completion. Signal might finally help us find Hussein. Hussein? Rock Hussein Obama? Could be. Uh, Saddam? <laughs> okay, uh, read the next one. All right, last one. Uh, it says, there may be more than one. From Rick to Marco. Something's not right. I think we've got a couple of, and then in quotations, it says guardians running around now. <laughs> Did they make more? Question mark. Did they make, make more? more? Guardians. They're setting up a 5G tower at the Doak Stadium. Well, that shit cannot be erected. I guarantee you that will be the end of us. They're trying to use the airwaves to tap into more lizard people yeah, brains, no, right? Not just not just lizard people. I think they're going to tap into everybody's brain that ain't protected by a tinfoil hat. Oh, I'm, and I'm going to put on my little um, crocodile tinfoil hood, like an Assassin's Creed hood. It's going to go right over my head. Your Assassin's Creed hoodie that you got from the gas station, you've now lined it with aluminum foil, so you can just pop it over. <laughs> and it covers my eyes, so you just see my snout sticking yeah. out of the hood. I'm a little worried about that. Did they make more? Are they talking about our earpieces? The, the thing that I'm getting the sense of is that, well, do we have a timestamp for that particular email? Weirdly enough, this messaging system doesn't seem to track dates. You get the feeling that this is meant to be a direct communication, but uh, not really for archival purposes. I, I think they're really trying to cover their tracks. Of course, of course. Okay, so I, I'm, 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 just, I'm just spitballing here. But um, perhaps the people that they're talking about, because, we, because if Rick sent a message, that means he was still alive. So it must have been when he was hunting us down in the Ocala area. So perhaps the people that he's talking about they made more of is us. And maybe there is another force out there 
Hopefully it's the Democrats, just crossing my fingers here. Um, but you know, sometimes politicians, when they get up to DC, things can change. Anyway, 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 I'm, I'm going off track again. Um, but what I'm saying is, what if we are like, maybe there is a resistance against this takeover and they think that we're involved with them, but we don't know about them yet, but we now know about them maybe. Like a, like a Palm Beach patrol force or a Pembroke Pines patrol force and a... <laughs> a Hialeah patrol force. The Sawgrass Mills Expressway patrol force. The Bird Road patrol force. Yeehaw Junction patrol force. Okay. Santa's Enchanted Forest patrol force. I That's our Christmas special. <laughs> the Ronald Reagan Memorial Highway patrol force. <laughs> okay. The Cleveland Clinic patrol force. Oh, that's a good one. Carrie, <laughs> what do you think about all this? I, I don't know. It's, I'm overwhelmed. I... I, I get the feeling that I, I, I should be reporting on this somehow, but I definitely cannot bring this to anyone without concrete evidence. Maybe, maybe I, I, I know... Listen, you, you have to believe that, that clearly I see that something is going on here. Maybe it's time for me to leave, uh, do, do some investigation on my end, or, or I, I don't know what your plans are. What, what do you think? Carrie, I trust you, and I think oh. you've earned your freedom. Thank you. And for what it's worth... I don't know if I can forgive you, Cletus, but... And I don't know if you're a good man, but I think you're at least trying to do good. And that's more than I can say for most. As long as I died doing what I was born to do, and not riding away for some bullshit I didn't do. Well, I'll do my best to help you expose the truth. Carrie? Yes. Oh, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. Um, David, could you offer her a little... You know, a hearing device. <laughs> oh, well, that would be my genuine pleasure. And David, like, takes off his little thing. This is for you, Carrie. I want it back. Please take good care of it. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, David. And she puts it on. Can you hear me now? Hello? Yes. Hello. Yes. Testing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Your signal is much better now. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. I'm going to walk up to Carrie, put my little paws on her foot and be like, I trust you too, Carrie. And I think it's time you go out into the world and do some good reporting for us. But before you go, can I offer you in a, a, a beverage of some sort or maybe some hot cocoa or snacks for the road? Anything? Um, sure. I, I'll, I'll take whatever you're offering. I, what the fuck do you want? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Hot, hot cocoa sounds fine. Hot cocoa. Excellent. Oh, my All God. Right. Uncle Eddie, I'm going to go make hot cocoa for Carrie. Uh, uh, all right, Steve. Have fun. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you go to the kitchen and Guinevere is there rifling through cabinets and says, Hello, Steve. I just found the Swiss miss. Get out now. Okay. And she goes downstairs. Aww. Okay. Did you guys get anything else at the club? Oh, yes. I got $400 cash for my strip job. It was marvelous. Uh, <laughs> that is true. That it was marvelous or that he got the cash? Uh, yes. Hayes chimes in. I can confirm 10 of those are my dollars, and I think it was worth every penny. Oh, my goodness, Hayes. You're making an old man blush. Okay. Any other information? I don't think so. I mean, as soon as we found out about Marco not being there, we called you. And we left. Okay. Really good work, guys. And JT, as they're discussing, you look at your phone and you finally get a voicemail of a missed call that you weren't able to get because you were underground. Oh, yeah. Well, let's hear the voicemail. Okay. Uh, JT, we are at the club and, and uh, it turns out Marco Rubio is going to be at the Capitol uh, all day today. So the chances of you running into him are 
Also, uh, uh, icing on cake. Uh, he, uh, he's supposed to be meeting with uh, Rick Scott. But we all know Rick Scott is not going to be there. So, uh, do without what you will. Uh, we're, 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 I'm going to head back to Tallahassee right now. Good luck. <laughs> I love that he wrote that down. <laughs> no, no, no. I think he remembered from when, from when he was cutting the audio. Yeah. He has to have been because I'm just here like, wow. Like, that was almost verbatim. Like, that was... <laughs> Like, I cannot, I cannot believe that you just did that to me. I cannot believe. So, under stress, you don't be, you ain't so calm and collected. I of see. course not. I thought you all were going to die. I was like, oh, no. I wish I would have heard that before that. I know. I, I do, too. So do we. But you didn't answer. But I do actually have a question. I have a concern because, Keddy, as much as I think it is a, a great idea for you to go and you know, report on this, as soon as you do, or as soon as they get any any clue that you are teaming with us. Cletus shaking his head. Nope, don't don't say it. Nope. She has a target on her back. We cannot just send her off like that. We all do. I know, and I'm sure she has been used to it because of years of reporting. I completely understand, but... Especially in today's time and age, reporters... Hot cocoa! Here you go, Carrie. <laughs> oh, thank you, Steve! <laughs> Anyways, back to the discussion about whether my existence is going to continue in this realm. Oh, oh my. Carrie, it's your job to report the truth. Don't become another run-of-the-mill reporter talking about the dog winning the next contest or kid sells lemonade for five bucks. I'm going to have to agree with Cletus here. My entire life has been dedicated to the journalistic pursuit of the truth. Great reporting is never done without risks, of course I'm used to that, but this this is so much bigger and more dangerous than anything I've done in my life, but I, I feel like that only makes it more meaningful, you know? If there truly is a, a great conspiracy of the American democracy, then we must tell the truth. Yes, nothing worth doing is easy. I agree with both of you, I just wanted to make sure that you were fully aware of the consequences, That that, that is all. Right now... My only concern is putting myself in the position to get the best, most concrete evidence possible to show to the public. So do you think you would get more on your own or with us? I, I, I honestly don't know. I truly don't know where to begin with this. We have the one thing we know is we need to go to Doak. And Eddie swivels around in his chair and goes, yeah, and I think we got to go. Uh, I mean, hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we got to go now. It Didn't he say tomorrow? Yeah. That means they're going to be doing whatever they're doing tomorrow. <gasps> they might be setting up today. Maybe we could do some recon when we get there. Well, Carrie, do you want to film it? or? I, I, I do think it might be most efficient if we spread out. I do have, of course, connections, avenues, people I can interview. But if you think there is a high probability of us running into this, uh, what did you call him? The, the Florida man? Yes. If you think we can run into him and get him on camera, something to show the people, then... Perhaps I can stick with you for, for, for this. Be an honor, Carrie, for you to join the Daytona Patrol Force. Wait a minute. Something just came to me, everyone. I, I'm not... Now, hear me out. It's gonna sound very odd and very crazy. What's well, a sneeze. It, well, there is that. That's coming, and I can feel it really deep down in my throat. For whatever reason, that's where it's emanating from. Anyway, what if the other people that the senators were talking about what if the resistance is actually the Florida man? I know we've been hunting him down, but there doesn't seem to me to be exactly a clear-cut connection between this Florida man 
and the lizard people. Do you mean the Florida man is this guardian that they were talking about? Yes, I think he could be the guardian of Florida. Huh. That's not a bad theory. But he was wreaking havoc at the Gatorland. Because maybe the Gatorland is the breeding center for the lizard people. <gasps> no. Maybe he was looking for Rick Scott. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. The, the possibilities are just opening up in my mind. I feel so wise. Why would the Florida man kidnap Gladys? I'm not sure. I Maybe Gladys is one of the guardians? I really don't know. I think the breeding ground we're about to find a doke. With the 5G waves, they, they're about to induct I don't know how many lizards now. Even if Florida Man is against the lizard people, we at least know that neither one of them is on our side. True. I suppose that is a fair point. It sounds like this may be more complex than you made it sound. I have a question. When we go to Doke, is our primary objective to stop the people running the show there? Or are we trying to destroy the 5G tower? If it is a 5G tower, may maybe we try and stop it. But regardless of whatever's going on there, I think we're forgetting our primary objective here. We're trying to take the FM alive. Because we made a promise to Senorita. Good, very good, Eddie. Keep it up. You're getting there. Oh, 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 oh! But something we completely forgot about. When we went to go check out Marco Rubio, and we got into his office behind the painting, there was a picture of a brain strangling the heart. So it's definitely connected to Florida Man. Oh, that's right. Very good, JT. So we should definitely go to Dole, because I think it's also connected to Florida Man. I think that's a good plan. All right, everybody put your hats on, though. Mine's on. Eddie Hayes and, believe it or not, Caddy Lopez all, without question, put their tinfoil hats on. David puts his yarmulke tinfoil hat on. JT wraps the tinfoil around his headphones. <laughs> Claudia. Okay, yes, she puts it on, but it's more like a headband at this point. It's not just like a, on her head. Like, she doesn't want to look stupid either. You look cool and dead or stupid and alive, so... Gotta cover the entire cranium. Oh, well, if it's gotta cover the entire cranium, Cletus, the uh, yarmulke is not gonna cut it. <laughs> Just uh, take these tinfoil curls here. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we need to go. Fuck it. Okay, let's go. The Daytona Patrol Force packs into the RV, you set the autopilot, and eventually you pull up to the Doak Campbell Stadium. It towers above the modest Tallahassee landscape looming before you like a grand coliseum, just begging for a battle to satisfy the bloodlust inherent in its imposing architecture. A cool Tallahassee wind chills you as you huddle around the massive, unconquered statue of a seminal atop a horse. Eddie lets out a visible breath as he looks to Cletus. I don't want to jinx it, but we are so close. I can practically taste FM's butt croquettes right now. We might actually get the proof we need to show the world the truth, man. I'm just as giddy as you, but I don't want to celebrate yet. And Katty doesn't say anything, but you see her kind of shaking with, like, fear and excitement as she turns on the camera. How many years, Eddie? How many years? Oh, I can't wait. Too many, bud. Too many. All right, so what's the plan, guys? Start droning. Look for the 5G tower. Roll an investigation for me. 23. So you fly the drone over the stadium, and you do notice a number of odd things here. There's clearly been some sort of work being done on some of the infrastructure that, like, holds it up or something like that. You're not quite sure. But then in the center, like, in the field, you see some tables set up, and there's some material on it, and then there's some other stuff spread out along the ground. You, it, you're not entirely sure what. There are, like, tarps covering stuff. 
but there's some sort of something is set up here at the moment. So it looks like they're setting up something. I see a bunch of tarps and papers and so they're either building the tower now or they're covering it up and the tower's underneath the ground and will erect later on tomorrow. I feel like we would have seen the tower. No, because if you put it underground and then the ground opens up like it does in SpongeBob in the bubble dome, uh, you know what I'm talking about when they when they perform at the... Uh... Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yes, I very much do. I very much love that episode. It's an excellent one. That is the best one. I feel like that's where the tower is. I don't know why. I just feel like that's the best way to hide one. Well, there's only one way to find out what's under that top, ladies and gentlemen. I think we enter. All right, stick together. In we go. You walk up to the stadium with its countless levels and arcs peering out at you like eyes from the abyss. As you work your way into the grand front entrance, you see two figures standing with their backs to you, slouched against the walls of the tunnel. Shh. Carrie's camera rolling. You bet. I'm going to sneak up to the two figures using stealth just to check to see if they're alive or awake. 19. You sneak up behind these figures and you do not alert them. So, Steve, you, like, deactivate the skeleton so it's barely making noise and you're just walking with your regular crocodile stealth walk. You basically get right in between them, but they don't see you. And you realize now that you're closer because it's dark in this tunnel and the sun is setting, they're in police uniforms. One of them, a woman, stares out at the field silently. She has her hair tied up in a ponytail and wears mirrored sunglasses. Oh my god. A gaping hole torn out of her neck. No. Beside her stands a male police officer, or at least you think it's a male, based on the jaw, because the top half of his head is simply not there. God damn it. What do you see, Steve? What do you see? Sensei! Ah, we know these people. And God, God, are these deformed figures breathing? They're not breathing, but they seem to be standing somehow. Oh, I'm going to back up. Back out. <laughs> Roll another stealth for me. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Oh, no. 24. What the oh, fuck? Oh, wow. And you slide back in perfect silence. Whew. I grab Steve's cheeks and I'm like, Steve, who were those people? Those were the police officers we killed in episode two. I mean, God. a couple days ago. Fucking damn it. Oh, and, and he's just about to pound his fist into the ground and then he remembers that they're trying to be quiet. So he stops like a micro inch away from the ground. Carrie. Yes. That's your brother. What? What? Why would you oh, say that? that? What? No, 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 no. I think they assimilated Rodrigo's him. dead. This is not funny, Cletus. This is not funny. And both no, the police no. officers turn to face you. And Cletus, somehow you feel like that woman through the mirrored sunglasses is just staring at you in perfect silence with a deadly determination as they begin to walk your way. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh no. Damn it. Damn it, Cletus. Three. 19. 23 for Claudia. That would be a six. 11. First up is Claudia. What do you do? Okay, Claudia is going to use the hydrochloric acid on the the one with the glasses because I'm hopefully hoping that the one without the head cannot actually see us. You know what I'm saying? So let's do the one with the glasses, okay? Roll. That is an 18. That hits. Roll for damage. That is 11. And then it is plus 2d4 at the end of next turn. Claudia crouches down, points her arm up, Web up, up, and away, Spider-Man flicks the acid. 
and it sprays out onto the cop, and you see it tears into the gaping hole in her neck, almost as if some sort of crocodilian bit it. And it works its way into her innards and begins to dissolve, and you see the acid work its way back out as it runs through the decaying body, and she collapses immediately, dead, and dissipates into a cloud of black smoke. Oh. And dies. Okay. Next up, JT. That was so cool. Focus, JT, focus. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm gonna run up and knife it, bro. <laughs> All right, go for it. 19. That hits, roll for damage. So JT's gonna whip out his handy dandy pocket knife and he's gonna run up. He's like, I've always wanted to try to do this. And he's gonna like shank it where it's like, I guess heart's supposed to be because it doesn't have a head. This isn't how it worked on TV because it doesn't have a head and shouldn't be a zombie. But anyway, <laughs> then I'm gonna roll for damage. I did seven. Okay, so you shank it. <laughs> And your pocket knife just tears through the decaying body like butter. Ugh. As it cuts through the body, you see it is covered in this dripping black ooze as these kind of vapors encapsulate your face. And at this point, everyone roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. David rolled a 14. Shit. 12. 5, 4. Claudia rolled a 24. Jeez. Everyone except Claudia and Hayes. You see JT run up to the other cop, stab it, rip through its body, and then you notice that as he's standing above the corpse of the sunglasses cop that has exploded into these black fumes, they go up into the air and spread out in this cloud. And Claudia and Hayes, you both back up into the tunnel a little bit more, but everyone else, you breathe in just a whiff of these vapors, and immediately start coughing. <laughs> <laughs> and you all take six points of toxic damage. Uh. Oh no, I gave up smoking years ago. <laughs> but at that point, you see the other zombie after taking the hit kind of shambles into the wall and falls like trying to hold itself up. It looks like it is in really, really, really bad shape. And Eddie says, hey Steve, how are you liking that skeleton? Check this shit out. And Eddie lets out a scream. As two sharpened blades protrude from his forearms, turning visibly red with searing heat. Let's get it on. What the hell? And he like jumps and slices the other cop's remaining part of the head clean off. He actually tears through the body and you see the two halves collapse onto the floor. And then he starts backing up to try and avoid what is presumably about to be another burst of toxic damage from the body. So he gets advantage on that. Actually fails. Everyone roll a constitution saving throw. Oh no. Oh my God. David rolled a four. He didn't learn his lesson. Six. Claudia rolled a 14. Four. I got a 22. This time, JT and Kari, some of the brainier people of the group, go, oh, I've seen this before, and duck out of the way. As everyone else, you see the body explode into that cloud of vapors, and you take five points of toxic damage. And Hayes falls down going, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm <you>. fucking cutting it. <laughs> Shit. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're done now. That looked pretty cool though, right? Some cyberpunk shit. And you see there's a lot of blood running down his forearms and he says, ah, who do you think I tested prototypes for the exoskeleton on? I don't know who. Me, you idiot, me. Miss <laughs> <clears throat> Lopez, if you cannot stay calm and collected, you don't have to be here. And you're saying this, but Katty doesn't even hear you. She actually runs up to the dismembered, especially the top half 
of her brother and looks at it looks it over and realizes this is indeed who you said it was and goes i rodrigo rodrigo who did this to you why why you you didn't deserve any of this and then your message rings out through this kind of hollow hallway and finally you see Cady cocks her gun and says Let's go kill the fucker that defiled my brother. Yeah. Yes. Florida <laughs> man defiled your brother. You get the sense that that's what she meant and not Cletus. You're right. <laughs> I agree, Carrie. As Carrie stands up and the rest of you recover from that toxic cloud, you hear a skittering somewhere in a level above you. Suddenly... The vast emptiness of the stadium unsettles you. I I know we never came to these damn games, but you gotta admit, I was always a sort of life around this place. Even if that life got in the way of yours, it filled you with the kind of anger only, only someone with a beating heart in their chest can feel. This shit, it's just creepy. Reminds me of the eerie feeling you'd get at a night in daddy's kitchen. Bodies lying around you. What? Oh, nothing. (laughs) And then, echoing throughout the halls, you hear a... (coughs) Not the cop. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the Florida man's taking up two packs a day. (laughs) Let's go get the fucker. Do you want to just walk into the center of the field? No, I say go up the stairs right here. I think we should push to the, the center. I got we got to see what's on those papers. So you want to split up? I can scout up with Steve and keep you guys like watched. Again, split. I mean, up. we're not that split up. We could just jump down and meet you guys. If that's what the group wants to do, that's fine by me. I would prefer, I think, to stay on a nice even surface. The field looks like a wonderful well, place to I be. I didn't even do anything that fight, and I lost eleven points of damage. So I'm gonna stay uh, <laughs> up here. I think. I don't mind going up with Sensei to check things out. Okay, so let's handle Steve and Cletus first. Where exactly are you trying to go? Upstairs. Where? There are many levels. To the second level. Okay, you go upstairs. We'll go to the edge of the rail, I guess. Like to look out at the stadium? Yeah. Yes. Okay, then I'm going to cut back to the other people. Everyone else is walking forward into the stadium, yes? That would be correct, yes. Just put one foot in front of the other. You walk out into the open air of the stadium. The sky has turned an almost impossible shade of pink as the sun sets. A breeze blows over as you take in the somewhat horrific feeling scene before you. Collapsible tables are spread out in the center of the stadium, with test tubes full of chemicals, blood, and who knows what other substances bubbling away. Laid across the field, before the tables, are various white sheets covering some sort of Something. You're not quite sure what. What the hell is this? Looks like some test tubes with blood and other assorted chemicals on some nice uh, assortment of um, takeaway tables. And there's something in a white sheet. So let me go over and touch it. JT's going to whip out his phone, start recording. Like, Cardi, are you getting this too? You bet. And David lifts the sheet in a very dramatic way, like as if he was shaking out a bed sheet, like outside doing laundry and lets the wind take it. Like a domestic magician. David lifts up the sheet, uh, smiling at everyone else, happy with the showmanship. And everyone else, you see, laid out across the field before the tables, are numerous bodies in various states of decay. Uh. A number of them are clearly in police uniforms. Some crushed, 
others burnt, and some simply cold and covered in blood. You see a snake stretched out, some sort of crocodilian that's had its skin peeled clean off and teeth pulled. And finally, in the center of the lineup, you see a lizard body in a suit and a hairy ape-like body, both missing their heads. Oh, oh no. no. Oh my god, it's everyone we've ever killed. Oh no. How many people we kill? We killed a lot of people. <laughs> Can Cletus and I see this? Yes. And meanwhile, Cletus and Steve are peering out from the seats in the stadium and watching it from the second level. Over the communicator, David's like, are you guys getting a look at this? Wait, wait, wait. We kill Rick Scott, some police officers. That's the gator that you skinned and took the teeth of while we were looking for the ghost flower. The skunk ape. And the snake. Right. So if we want to investigate down there, we got to take those guys out. They're not alive. They're laying on the ground. Well, not alive yet. <laughs> yeah, they're going to bring them back. So yeah. Is that what the 5G tower's for? Probably. I don't Well, I don't mean to um I mean I'm not seeing a 5G tower. What if this isn't that? I think it's underneath the stadium. I don't know. Keep investigating. We'll find a switch or something. Okay, I I would personally, I hate to do this, but I would really like to at least cut off all their legs of their dead bodies just so that if they do come back, they have a lot of trouble. Let's cut off the arms too, just in case. Claudia, you bend down and what body do you start dismembering first? Skunk ape, skunk ape. Oh crap, let's do this, skunk ape. (laughs) Roll a strength check for me. 22. You managed to cut the legs off, but it's not without effort. You saw through bone and your hands get covered in this dark necrotic fluid that you think was probably blood at some point but has now decayed and and decomposed and the smell fills your nostrils and roll a constitution saving through okay Uh, 16 and you manage to hold the vomit in but not by much and you finish dismembering this corpse which one are you moving on to next uh may i make a recommendation i could call upon god um perhaps i could just burn all these bodies to ash Okay. Uh, are you rolling? Is this a, a saving throw? What is this? Um, I was going to use Sacred Flame, which is a dexterity saving throw. Well, these dead creatures have no dexterity, so it works. Burn, baby, burn! You call upon God, and God goes, Ew. And flames shoot <laughs> forth from your hands across the bodies, and you see them begin to sizzle and burn as smoke goes up into the air, and the smell of rotting corpses fills your nostrils. As this is happening, oh, shit. suddenly, the bodies are covered in some sort of glowing energy. Oh no. Then, from one of the tunnels, a shout rings out. <laughs> you see the FM hunched over and hands outstretched, generating beams that fly over to all of the corpses. He seems to be in pain as he walks step by agonizing step towards you. As he screams, you see his face morphs into various shapes. It goes from Cletus to Claudia to Guinevere, then Rick Scott and Walt Disney and a myriad of other faces you don't recognize. Through his morphing, the bodies on the ground begin to writhe and wriggle as bones pop and wounds attempt to close, flames attempt to go out. They rise as FM is brought to his knees on the field, screaming to the heavens. But then, as Scott's lizard body rises, a blue flame catches as magics clash. 
A small vortex appears, pulling all the bodies towards center mass. You see the FM's veins bulge as his eyes turn red and bloodshot, the scream turning into something that almost sounds like weeping. (coughs) The bodies float upward as flesh melts together and the vortex grows until it explodes in a flash of furious blue flame. Roll a dexterity saving throw. What the fuck? What the fuck? Cletus and Steve, you're safe. Uh, Mine would be an 11. That is a 16 for Claudia. That is 26 for JT. Everyone except all of the NPCs succeed. You dodge out (laughs) of the way as this explosion happens. And all of the NPCs take 15 points of damage. Jesus! The flash of the flame subsides as Eddie, Hayes, and Caddy are knocked to the ground and skid across the field. Your eyes adjust to the darkness of the approaching night. You see the Florida man collapsed in the arena. He struggles to lift himself up off the ground. Between the FM and you stands a terrible homunculus, rotund and tall. It towers ominously above you. A massive, seven-foot-tall ape body breathes heavily. Its lizard tail sways back and forth as its dozen arms, all sporting lizard claws, grasp at the air gently but menacingly. Out of its flesh protrude various batons and barrels, while its massive serpent head flicks its slitted eyes back and forth, as if observing reality for the first time. Almost by instinct, it touches one of its clawed hands to the turf and charges at you. Roll for initiative. God, has the creature seen me and Cletus yet? You get the feeling it's focusing on the people on the ground. 21 for Claudia. That would be a 7. Also a 7. 15. 8. First up again is Claudia. Claudia would like to cast Flaming Sphere on the homunculi, so they have to make a dexterity saving throw. That's a 20. Jesus. Okay, I think you're good. (laughs) So Claudia, she has her tire iron mount on the right wrist. On her left wrist, basically exactly where that mount is, a little barrel protrudes and it forms this massive flaming ball of fire and she shoots it out towards the homunculus. As it charges towards you like a quarterback, it literally just bursts through the ball and you see the flames dissipate against its skin as it continues to charge at you. Which brings us to the FM who is on the other side of the field looking terribly, terribly weak and it tries to stand up and fails and just lays on the field gasping for breath and Steve it is your turn I have an idea sensei the Florida man looks weak over there behind this big monstrosity Uh, so why don't we sneak over there do a little bag and grab or grab and bag and get out of here I do have my duffel bag but I don't think that is enough to stop should we should we try this might be our one chance to get him alive. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so I want to use stealth to sneak around, jump down behind him, and grab him. Okay, he's at opposite ends of the stadium from you. Right. So it's going to take you up until next turn to get to him. Okay, I'll do that. I'll just go with Steve. So Cletus and Steve both begin moving around the stadium to try and sneak up behind the FM, which brings us to Eddie... And Eddie fails. Eddie, with his protruded blades, heats him up again, runs up to the homunculus, goes to uh, slash at him, 
and the homunculus just sweeps out its big arm and sends him flying back into the field again. It is now the homunculus's turn. Oh no. Oh god. David, Claudia, and JT are all directly in front of him. So <laughs> that hits all of you as he lifts his fists up and then just does like a Donkey Kong slam on the ground. Bah, 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 bah. And that does six damage to all of you. As this has happened, the homunculus is slamming down on all of you. Hayes runs up, begins to cock Gladys, and almost without looking, with one of its extra arms, it grabs Hayes by the ankles, rears up, and then swings them like a baton and whacks all three of you again. <gasps> Claudia, six damage. David, six damage. JT, four damage. And tosses Hayes off to the side. <gasps> and they take five points of slamming damage. Hayes, no. And they are looking in terrible shape as they roll down the field. And then it looks at you, JT. You almost see the snakehead smile, if that's possible. Oh, no. As it raises an elbow to you. And within the melted flesh, you see the barrel of what you assume was once a police officer's gun. Oh, no. A blast comes out, dealing eight points of damage to you as it shreds into your shoulder. <gasps> uh, which brings us to Hayes, who is dazed and confused and is going to... Damn it. Fires a shot off with Gladys and it whizzes just like Hayes is way too far away. JT, it is your turn. Can the thing hear anything? Yeah, let's say it could hear. JT is gonna whip out his phone. He's gonna like press a button. He was like, oh shit, there's Bluetooth here. And then he's gonna connect yeah. to the fucking the stadium's Bluetooth. It's like testing, testing. Cool. And then he's gonna start whispering into his phone. <laughs> at the fucking creature. And he's gonna <laughs> try to cast this level six dissonant whispers on it. It has to beat a 17 wisdom saving throw. It gets an eight. Nice. <laughs> Since it was level six, I get to do eight D6. Roll those up and tell me what these whispers sound like as it pervades the homunculus's being. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna do 32 damage. Woo! Just like, all right, you stupid motherfucker, you're gonna shoot me with a gun head. On a failed save, it takes the damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. For some reason, these 17-year-old whispers seem to disturb the terrible homunculus as it goes and covers some of its ears. You don't know, it's such a mishmash of flesh. And it runs backwards, stumbling onto the field, basically right next to the FM. Which brings us to David. David is gonna use Channel Divinity to do some preserve life. Ooh. Which, as an action, you can use Channel Divinity and present your holy symbol, AKA my star of David, and I can restore up to 60 hit points divided among any creatures within 30 feet. Wow, okay. So who's within my radius? Hayes and Eddie are a little too far off. Gaddy has now joined you. So near you within those 60 feet are Gaddy, Claudia, and JT. Okay, so I reach forth to my Star of David and I, I bring it out of from underneath my shirt and I go, Lahayim? And everybody that you named will get 15 hit points. And Gaddy, who has maybe just taken some of the hardest hits of her life, goes, <gasps> Oh my goodness, what was that? I feel like I just got baptized. You have been uh, brought forth to the Jewish faith, my dear. You're welcome. We will expect you in temple, but now is not the time to discuss that we're in the heat of battle. With a disturbed and confused look on her face, she fashions her tinfoil hat into a yarmulke. 
that brings us back around to Claudia. I'm gonna do a tire iron attack. I'm gonna throw it at FM. Okay. Just FM? Oh, yeah. If I could hit homunculus on the way, too. They are like two inches away from each other. Then, yeah, let's hit them both. So that's 23. Okay, roll the next one. That's 16. You've released the tire iron. It smacks into FM's head. FM has been on the ground, unable to get up. He finally starts to stammer up to his feet and... You smash it into the front of his forehead, knocking him now flat onto his back instead of his stomach. And blood begins to come out. He looks like it's nearly over. And then you activate Eddie's uh, magnetic ability and redirect it towards the homunculus. And the homunculus brings an arm up and grabs the tire up, <gasps> preventing it from returning. And you frantically smash the buttons, trying to get it to come back. Come and the on. homunculus laughs at you, goes, <laughs> And then finally, the tire iron slips out of its grasp and returns to your grip. Hi, old battle chico, what happened? With this, you see FM now laying on his back, a dent in his head, kind of desperately puts his hands to his chest and then lifts them up. As a sun flies out of his chest and then begins to shine on him and you see his skin crisp up and turn red. Which brings us to Steve. Steve, you begin to turn the corner and you are now just a few feet away. You just have to go down the stairs and you will be like basically right behind both the homunculus and FM. I'm going to stealthily jump down behind the Florida man. And just wait. And just wait. Okay, roll a stealth check and then acrobatics for me. Oh, 25 to stealth. Neither of them notice you. And then that's 17 to acrobatics. And you jump down safely. <gasps> yes. Okay, you are now in position, which brings us to Eddie. Eddie is looking in dire, dire straits. Uh, he pulls out a flask, pops it open, drinks it, pours it over a cut. He has to try and clean it up and then racks his shotgun and gets ready. Uh, begins running back towards the center field to try and join the fight again. Then... Gotti, having just been healed, is gonna throw another shot in the dark. Jesus Christ. Fires a shot from the revolver, and it whizzes past the homunculus into the ground next to Steve. Oh, no! <laughs> next is the homunculus, and the homunculus is going to pick itself up off the ground, and it's gonna curl up into what looks like a little ball. Oh and you see from the flesh, he, like, flexes, and the barrels of all those extra guns kind of protrude a little further. And everyone except Cletus, he fires a blast of pellets and you only take three points of damage each as you get smattered with shrapnel all across the field. Then he goes to swipe. It looks like he's trying to grab the Florida man. And the Florida man oh, like man. rolls out of the way slightly. And then he goes, ah, you know what? Never mind. Charges back at the rest of the party. And Claudia. What? What? The snakehead bites into you. Why? And as the huge fangs clamp down on your shoulder, you take nine points of damage as it injects venom into you. And then I'm gonna have you roll constitution saving throws to try and avoid poison damage for a few turns after this as well. Of course you are, of course, naturally, okay. Which brings us to Haze. Haze is going to steal themselves, fires another shot with Gladys at the homunculus, and it just whizzes past as well. These NPCs are not doing too hot today. Cletus, it is your turn. 
And you are also turning the corner, arriving around where Steve jumped off. All right. I'm going to try to bag the Florida man. Do it, Sensei. Okay. Stealthily or just just do it? Stealthily. Roll a stealth check for me. 26. Okay. You sneak up behind the Florida man unnoticed. You sit on the railing and slide down the stairs <sighs> and land behind him in the turf, completely silent. And now I guess roll a strength contest to try and bag him. 12. Florida man rolled a three. So you take the duffel bag with the minnows and the cocaine and everything else and just bag it over FM's head. And your FM is just really weak. And so he struggles, but he's just in there going. As you zip him up, bringing us to JT. I'm still going to back up a little bit so that I'm a little bit closer to Hayes. And then I'm going to tap back in to the Bluetooth. And I'm going to be like, Hayes, you can do this, buddy. You got it. And I'm going to cast this fifth level like healing word to try and heal them. Go for it. 13 plus five is 18. Okay. And you play a bumping song over the speakers and you see Hayes begin to dance and they go, oh yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing little music never fixed. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what health is, but you think that they're nearly back at full health, pretty much. And then I'm going to use like my bonus to give Claudia a bardic inspiration die. So she can use one D10 to add to like any of her roles. Beautiful. Thank you. Claudia, you hear this music and you don't dance as overtly as Hayes, but you're feeling it. You feel inspired. Oh, I'm feeling it. Yeah. My hips move at least. Uh, you start stripping. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> David, it is your turn. David is going to attempt to cast Guiding Bolt. He's going to call upon God to send a beam of light from the sky to come shooting down to the uh, the Humangamamu. <laughs> Humamu. The the Humamamu. Okay. The Humunculus. It's a 22. That hits. Roll for damage. Okay. It does 27 radiant damage. Woo! And the next attack roll made against the target before the end of the next turn has advantage. Nice. So you call upon God and God goes, yeah, this feels about right. And lightning strikes the homunculus, burning a hole literally through one of its shoulders. And you see the, the snake tongue flick out in pain. And Claudia, it is your turn. Claudia's gonna whip out her cattle prod and she's gonna use shocking grass on the homunculus. Roll that. And I'm a silly goose and didn't realize this until yesterday when I was leveling up, but the damage has gone up. So, woohoo! That's 12 plus 5 is 17 damage. Claudia pulls out this new and improved cattle prod that she's been fiddling with and jams it under the snake head on the homunculus. And you see. And its fangs go out and are exposed as it takes this shocking damage. And it is looking much, much worse for wear. Yeah, you take that. Roll a constitution saving throw, Claudia. <laughs> oh no. That was, that was, yeah, that was a critical failure. We're gonna say that the <laughs> adrenaline of the moment gets your blood pumping so fast that it delivers the toxins throughout your system faster. And you take seven points of poison damage. Okay, that's that. <laughs> Which brings us to the FM and the FM confused at what's going on and scared for its survival is going to roll a disadvantaged strength contest with Cletus to try and escape from the duffel bag. Ooh, okay, he got a three. Cletus, you just give me a regular roll. 14. Okay, you feel him writhing in there, but almost without issue. You like straddle the duffel bag and just hold him tight. Cletus never straddles me anymore. Next, Steve. Sensei, are you going to run back to the RV with the Florida man? 
I don't feel like I have a good grip on him. I feel like he can jump out any time now. Sensei, I could help you bring him back, but I could also help our friends here with the uh, big monster. <laughs> I mean, the most secure thing, we go to Eddie's home, we throw him in the crowd chamber, we lock him up, we freeze him, but we'll be leaving our friends for dead. I have venom coursing through my veins, bro. I just need, I would, I would very much, <laughs> I am just saying. Sensei, I will stay here with the party. You, you get the Florida man out of here. And I just sit with him? Dude, you're the one who has wanted to find this man the entire time. I do you got know him, what to but I, do? you're gonna die. Don't knock him out. You can do it, Sensei. I'm going to use my tail swipe attack on the big beast in front of us. And he doesn't see me, so do I get advantage on that? Sure. Here I go. That is a 19. Because I have tail swipe, I want to ask God, if I take three off the total, will that still hit? So here's the deal with tail swipe. You got to tell me beforehand. I won't tell you if it hits or not, but I'll let you choose now if you want to take three off. I want to take two off then. That hits. Throw for damage. Oh, God. Okay. Five. And you swipe at its calf, its big ape calf. It does some damage. Like, it definitely reacts to it. It moves its leg out of the way, but it does not seem critical. Damn. Next up is Eddie. Eddie is running. He finally makes it back into the battlefield. Does not look in very good shape, but is going to lunge at the beast and surprisingly lands a hit. Woo! Well done, Eddie. You go. And as he leaps into the air, he drives one of the, the heated blades across its face, widening that big lizard mouth, leaving a scar across it. You want to know how I got these scars? You get a feeling that as it goes, that's what it's saying. And... And Eddie then, just having exerted all that force and being in terrible shape, collapses onto the ground, panting. <sighs> and this thing, you're looking at it, and it is torn up at this point, having taken lots of different damages. Blood coming out of its ear holes. There's a, a scar along its mouth as it, as it sits a little more slack-jawed. It looks like it's limping a little bit. And that brings us to Kari who fires a shot, misses, and the homunculus then, having just lifted its leg up, getting upset, is going to, Steve, roll a strength contest for me. Uh, eight. Well, he got a 24. So, yo, Steve, he grabs you by the tail that you just smacked him with, <gasps> picks you up, and then begins twirling you around his head like a helicopter before bringing it down and smacking Claudia for six points of damage. I'm so sorry, Claudia. I, it, it is okay. JT for eight points of damage. Ugh. As Steve, you take 18 points of damage oh. as he flings you across the field like a, like a frisbee. <laughs> and you smack on the floor. Then all of you who are near, so David, Claudia, JT, roll a constitution saving throw. Nat 20. David rolls a 10. Yeah, that's an 11. Okay, so David and Claudia, you smell this familiar rotten onion funky oh, no. smell as this odor emanates from the beast. And this time it is more pervasive, more rotten still. And it is so nasty that you throw up as you take five points of damage from the toxic cloud. My goodness, my gracious, that smell was almost as bad as my high school production of Hairspray after going uh, backstage, my goodness. <laughs> Seeing that, that you've thrown up, it is almost pleased. It lets out a little fart in your direction as it gets on all fours, or it has more than four, but whatever. Uh, and it gallops <laughs> towards where Cletus is holding the FM. Oh, no. And Cletus, no way. 
Cletus, it goes to slam at you. Three hits with three different arms, and you expertly dodge out of the way. Boom, 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 as it misses all of them. Yeah. And is now face to face with you. That brings us to Hayes. And Hayes is gonna say, why don't you just die? And finally, lands a hit. Yes! My goodness, my gracious, finally knowing how to handle Gladys. She's a woman of tender care. And you see Hayes fires that shot from Gladys from the red lipstick tip. You see almost in slow motion, the bullet spiral out and it enters the back of the homunculus's neck. It takes four points of damage before, as you see this black necrotic fluid begin to dribble down, it catches flame and lights up, and you see it begin to writhe in the pain of the flame, as it takes more fire damage still, for a total of 10 damage from Haze. Next up, Cletus, the homunculus is screaming and just tried to hit you and directly above you. What are you doing? Running to the RV. Cletus, you begin running to the RV, roll a dexterity contest for me. 11. Ele oh my god, you tied. So, Cletus, you guys tie, and so you begin running, and the homunculus grabs your arm and tries to strip you of the duffel bag. And then you take Arletta, and with the gator teeth, whoosh, whack it into his arm, and the homunculus lets go. And you begin running, and you near the entrance now of the stadium. You're not fully out, but you're about to walk out through that tunnel. JT, it is your turn. Wait, is Eddie, like, passed out, or is he just, like, hurt? Eddie's collapsed on the ground panting. Like, you're guessing this is, like, one hit from death's door. Yikes. But is still putting up a fight, going for it, no matter what. All right, so JT's gonna see Eddie, and then he's gonna, like, hack back into the Bluetooth, and he's gonna play another song to try and, like, get Eddie's spirits up, and I'm gonna cast this level five healing word on him. All right, roll that. 15 plus five is 20. And you play a song, and you see Eddie finishes collapsing on the ground and just go still for a second before he goes and he gets back up and begins dancing and wielding his blades and doing some funky dance moves and feels way better is ready to jump back into combat David it is your turn now Miss Claudia allow me to just do a nice little thing for you and David like without hesitation just dives kind of mouth first onto the wound where the snake bit her okay what? and starts sucking the poison out of her wound and this is my way of casting lesser restoration which cures a poison and you successfully uh, suck the poison out and spit it out onto the turf. You're welcome, Miss Claudia. I've got your back. I, I, I really just don't know what to say. Well, you better figure out what to say because it's your turn. Oh, no. Uh, thank Dave, David. I feel like we don't have a lot of time. Thank you. We, uh, we'll have a moment maybe later. I don't. Okay, Claudia's gonna run the distance it takes to be near the homunculus and use the cattle prod on it again. Roll that attack. That is a 22. That hits, roll for damage. That is eight, that is 16, <laughs> that is 24. <laughs> Did you do it? That was, that was, yeah, that was three eights in a row. Like I'm not, look, I'm not, wow. I'm not, even, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it was Claudia, you run up to the homunculus and it turns to face you and it is seven feet tall so it towers quite a bit above you and you jam the cattle prod straight out driving it into where its belly button should be and you see this 
and it brings one of its lizard hands down to meet yours. It drives its claws into your wrist Ooh. and begins to pry your hand free. But as you do this, you see it continues. And finally, the shock seems to set something off inside of whatever magic has brought this thing to life, and it explodes into a huge a cloud of gore all over you. You are covered in flesh as it ceases to exist and its bottom half, butt and legs are just standing there and then falls to its knees and falls flat. <sighs> that was... That is disgusting. That is really gross. Oh my goodness, my gracious Claudia, I'm so proud of you. Connie, quick, record this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she got all of that. <laughs> I really hope she got all of that. I swear she did it. I've been recording. Why do you, why do you think my aim was so bad? <laughs> oh, my God. You, you took the lens off, right? The lens cap? Oh, shit. I didn't. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Stop. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Hayes gets God. up and goes, Grump Pants, you did it. Why do you all sound so surprised? I can, I do, I do these things. I, I Daisy's going to run up and just like jump and give her a big hug. It's like, you did oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. We are covered in yep slime and like guts and everything. You guys are celebrating. You're writhing around in the puddles of guts, and you turn to see Cletus struggling to haul this bag that has just someone inside going. Come. Perhaps we should go assist there. Um, let's go. And runs to Cletus to assist with the bag. JT's gonna look around for any more stuff before they leave. As you guys are doing this, and you survey the wreckage of the area all of this gore david and cletus you guys are hauling this bag it's a little harder than it seems it, it may be like the creature inside is gaining a resolve to live or something that wasn't there at first and then you hear oh my goodness gracious <gasps> stop this now have you all gone mad what happened you oh my goodness gladys david oh my goodness david david why does this keep happening to us what, what is going on here? What happened to all the the subjects? Uh, the subjects? Yes. Excuse me? What? Oh, where's... And you hear... From inside the bag, and she goes, Do you have him in there? We certainly do. We have the Florida man. Now, before you say anything, Gladys, I was telling these hooligans earlier that I think that the Florida man might be some sort of guardian and it might be a good thing that he's around. And I mean, I was just spitballing here, but I'm thinking that since you're here and you're calling these subjects and you're wondering about him, that this might be a whole thing. Well, certainly, but I'd love to know what did you do to my son? What is this mess? And she smells and goes, Excuse me, that wasn't very... <laughs> Wait a minute, lady. Isn't this the guy that's been kidnapping you every time we run into you? Well, yes, but you have to understand that the first time it, it was purely a kidnapping. You've got some Stockholm Syndrome or something? No, no, you have to understand. This creature, it, it, it has no way to communicate with us effectively. I, when he first took me, I, I, I thought, I, I feared for my life, you have to understand, but I, I really think he's trying to help people. I have a thought on how he could communicate, and David walks over, no. unzips the duffel bag, takes off his communicator, and slams it onto the Florida man. <gasps> you slam it onto the Florida man, and nothing happens for you. And you see, when you open the duffel bag, the Florida man looks up at you and goes, <laughs> Don't worry, little one, I'm not gonna hurt you. He begins to cast something at you, and then he sees Gladys, and you see the fire kind of dissipates, and he begins to lunge towards Gladys to try and pick her up, and she goes, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. 
I, I don't know how to understand what he's saying, but he's tried to show me things. He's, he's trying to learn how to communicate. Oh, oh, Godness, you've gone and cocked it all up. David, come on, please. I'm sorry, my dear. I had a thought in the back of my head. Wait, I should have trusted wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Did you not see this motherfucker summon Reptar in the fucking Doke Stadium? Hello? <laughs> you have to understand, this man, or whatever he is... I think it's in the blood. I'm, I'm not sure. He, he has something. Some sort of regenerative ability. We can use it for a lot of good. The problem is it's too untamed, it's uncontrolled, and it comes at too high a cost. Restoring life, he, healing someone, it, it requires his life. It weakens him. And so giving life to something that is dead is, is monumental. It, it would oh, kill him. No! So the, the experiment we would, we would do... Oh, God, goodness, you've gone and you've ruined all my test tubes. I've been analyzing the blood and the samples from all of our subjects and him. I'm trying to find a way to refine this so we can we can use it safely. Against my better judgment, I'm going to remove my tinfoil hood and I will try to speak to FM. What do you say? FM, can you hear me? <laughs> Come again. He looks at you with fear and then like almost like familiarity stares into your eyes and hears your voice in his head as, as you're speaking to him and kind of calms down a little bit, very cautiously rubs a hand over your head and says, help. Help? You said help? Help. Oh God. Help? Help what? Is this the, the crocodile from Gatorland from the show? It sure is. He's wonderful. His name is Steve. He's very nice. Good to see you again, madam. Uh, why is he hissing? He's always hissing at me. I know. I I mean, usually, well, we found these little things, and David points to, like, kind of like everybody's communicators, and he's like, and that helps us understand it, but the problem is now I don't know what he's saying either, because it just sounds like hissing to me again, because we don't have our little communicators on. Oh, maybe because he's my gator? And I, sorry, oh my god, just please um, cut that out. I am no Fuck. one's gator, no. especially not yours. Shit. <laughs> cut that wow. out. Cut that out. JT's gonna take the foil off his headphones. He's like, all right, let's see what goes on. Yeah, you remove the, the foil and you hear this conversation between Steve and, and the Florida man. Help. Help who, FM? Help who? <laughs> you. Help. He wants us to help him. You need our help? And, and he nods. You kind of get the feeling that, for whatever reason, now his screams can be translated, but he still doesn't possess a competent vocabulary. Hmm. So, on top of, like, trying to decipher the screams of the communicator, you're trying to decipher his meaning through these, like, weird expressions that almost don't make sense. (gasps) Wait, he can reanimate things. Do we still have the liquefied version of Admana? No, but we do have Adnama. Uh, <laughs> it's because you said Admana, and it's... Uh, I mean, actually, David couldn't hear that because he doesn't have the communicator on. Should be at Eddie's, right? Gladys takes a communicator off the Florida man to look at it and puts it on. And Steve, after she takes it off, you still hear it in your head. You help. And so you get the feeling that him wearing the communicator is not like your communicator's translating his regardless. Wait, Gladys, so do you know what it oh, means? Marvelous. That- this this is incredible technology. There are so many voices in my head. I'm sorry, okay, I've gotten distracted. Wow. What a day of discovery. Yes, uh disembodied voice. How can I help you? This is JT. Um wait, why am I just doing that? I'm gonna speak to you normally. <laughs> oh hi JT. Uh, hello. 
Um, so we've been seeing a lot of symbols of brains strangling hearts. Do you have any idea what that means? Yes, he, he showed me many of those. Wait, was it brain strangling hearts or, or a heart strangling a brain? Oh, uh, we've seen both. No, I think we've just seen the heart strangling the brain. David, you've only seen one. Oh. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Yeah, we've seen both. Gladys says, okay, yes, it makes sense. Usually the places he takes me, there's, there's uh, some sort of mechanism for entrance. Uh, that protects, it. you have to understand, I'm, I'm working with, with no vocabulary here, but um, he, he collects newspaper clippings, headlines, uh, things around Florida. He, he seems very fixated on, on uh, Disney and, and, okay, believe this or not, but I think he's been trying to communicate to me and, and you might want to sit down for this. He thinks some of the senators in Florida are, and I hate to say it, but lizard, lizard people. people. Yes. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Definitely true. By the way, hello. Can you hear me now, ma'am? Yes. Oh, hello, Steve. Hello. Why is it summoning the dead upon us and shit like that? And now it wants our help? Well, I don't know what happened here, but you have to understand. The Florida man, uh, 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 this creature, I, I, I hate to put names on him, but whatever he is... I think he wants to protect people. I've seen him protecting nature and trying to help others, but you have to understand he is a wild force. And like I said, his abilities are too wild to, to restore things cleanly. That's what I'm trying to figure out. He can bring things back to life, and more often than not, he's trying to protect himself. He's, he's being hunted. Whoops. He's, he's shown me images of various people, of, 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 of Rick Scott, of, of Walt Disney, even... I, I, Cletus, I hate to say it, but I remember he took your face. He takes the face of the people who tried to hurt him. We were hunting him down. So he's also being hunted by the lizard people? But if he does bath salts and eats people's faces, how is he protecting them? I, I wish I could tell you. I wish I had better communication with <laughs> I don't think he's protecting people. So he's trying to protect Rick Scott too? No, no. On the contrary, Rick Scott was, was trying to hurt him. At least that's my understanding of Everyone, isn't it obvious? This is the guardian that the files were talking about. And they think that we are also of his descent. We are all guardians of Florida. I told you earlier, oh my goodness, my gracious, my mother would be so proud. This is all hearsay. I don't even know if we can trust that bitch. Well, hell, I, I don't know either, but I know two things. I know we got a body back home, and we got the Florida man alive, baby. <gasps> New party member? There's supposed to be a 5G tower here. Yeah. What the hell is going to happen tomorrow if this is what happened today? I'm afraid I don't know anything about that. I've, I've just been working with him. You see, uh, we, we've, been, we've been working on refining him and, and really just being on the run, trying to survive. I've tried to talk sense to him, but it, it's hard for me to communicate bigger ideas to him. Ah, shit. Well, our, our whole experiment here is ruined. He insisted on this side for some reason, but I don't know why. Because of what's going to happen tomorrow, I'm sure. Well, shit, we can probably stop it now, right? We don't got to worry about the Florida man. We can take our time. It's true. We can set up. Cletus, relax, smile. You did it, man. No, I just don't feel right. Cletus, you did good, man. And suddenly, there's a terrible pain in your ears as a gunshot rings out and echoes across the empty stadium. You see Eddie's jaw go slack as blood dribbles down his cheek. No. Cletus, you are looking right into his eyes as you see the light go out and the bullet hole beneath his left eye, and he collapses onto you. Walking down the tunnel, you hear, 
I guess Scott was right. There are more of you. Well, that's one down. Marco Rubio racks his red, white, and blue rifle. Roll for initiative. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we are going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career, and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil. Vigil, Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudashat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil.